When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Forever News! The only news source that provides anything and everything anime and manga related. And we don't bore you, we get into it. Let's do it. No matter how you know, get it done, no matter Okay, people, so we got a few stories, as always, on the agenda. A couple of stories that we missed that came out just as we was releasing the last episode of Forever News. So we're going to touch up on those. We ain't going to waste any time right here. Y'all already know. Y'all want to listen to Forever News. Episodes drop earlier than they hit YouTube. Then definitely go to all podcast streaming services, wherever you get your podcasts from. Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, wherever. There's links in the description below. You want to just go there and search it up. For Never News, we are on there. Doing very well. Again, big thank you to everybody that listens over there. It's pretty big, awesome stuff. But let's jump straight into the episode, baby. Let's do it. Okay, people. So it was a few days ago where it was announced that One Piece was getting a new film. We kind of already knew for the most part. And there was a lot of suspicions because there was some trademarks that was made on certain names and stuff like that. But we knew a One Piece film was coming. We just didn't know anything about it and when it would come or anything like that. We just knew that something was in the works. Also, it's been, what, at least two years now since the last One Piece film, One Piece Stampede. So again, it was approaching that time for the next installment in the One Piece film franchise to make make its way through however last week we got the announcement and when i made the video there wasn't any details it was like a note but it wasn't translated yet so i'm going to talk about the translated note from hro oda creator of one piece also some of the details we got of the film so far and there was even i believe a little teaser trailer that gave us a full-blown demonstration of what to expect with this film but for starters it said hro oda's message for one piece film read i am tired of drawing legendary old grandpas in movies okay i want to stop you right there Oda because just because you want to call them legendary old grandpas like if that's not cool grandpas in anime in general are always awesome and all of the villains minus maybe Tesoro from film gold I wasn't a big fan of his but I mean come on fam we really gonna do this right now do not downplay the legendary Z Zetto from film Z okay bullet was pretty freaking dope even though shit got a little wonky towards the end Shiki was freaking crazy like those legendary grandpas is some of the things that add on to the glorious legend of one piece i just gotta stop you right there Oda. like please don't downplay your masterpiece for anybody or to promote any upcoming works because those legendary grandpas are freaking awesome let's continue i want to draw a new little female character that's the character i want to make now and that's how it started I can already see certain sections of the fandom. A little female. That's going to be the big take of this movie. What's going on here? I thought it was Shanks. Relax. It is still 
Shanks. Maybe it's like Shanks' daughter or something. Whoa! Calling it Shanks' daughter or niece or somebody related to Shanks. He also said, doesn't that sound like the opposite of One Piece? It does. Also, did you know that Goro Taniguchi, director of the film, was the first ever person in the world to animate Luffy? Well, we have a lot more upcoming news that will shock you. This is the new movie, Red. I hope you really look forward to it and try to imagine how it will be. Then we got a little teaser trailer that showcased, you know, just in a narrator speaking, a little letter. And then at the end of it, it was a picture of Shanks, which 100% confirms that the D that was scratched out, I want to say it was the letter D in the One Piece film, Red was actually Shanks' eye. And then we even have, I want to say, a little promo poster of like some girl in all red. And it says, an almighty voice with fiery red locks. One Piece film red. And she looks like she has like a headset on. I don't know if she's a gamer of sorts. But yeah, I'm guessing that that's going to be the big person that's going to be like the main villain of all of this. And it would be sick if it was like Shanks had a daughter that he kind of left behind. A la how like, you know, he left, I guess, Luffy out there with the hat and whatnot. Maybe he had a daughter. She's a big... I don't know what came her or something now and she finally wants to go after her father because of X, Y, and Z. Maybe the manga will advance to a certain point that will kind of align with whatever's happening because again, the film, in case you don't know, August 6, 2022. So maybe that's where they're going to go with it. I ain't going to lie. It's going to be interesting to see how Oda handles this because he doesn't really do like a little girl that's the big villain of all of this shit. Again, like he said, opening up, he does old legendary grandpas that I have no problem with. I love those old legendary grandpas. I got to throw that in yet again. Yeah, <laughs> those grandpas be all but yeah it seems as though maybe this girl is going to be the big villain with these fiery red locks and if shanks is also going to be a staple of it that's my best guess of what's to come it's like shanks's daughter shanks's relative or somebody that's just like a big massive fangirl of shanks also I, i've said it before but i'll say it again i do think that we're not going to have luffy and shanks cross over and see each other it'll probably be that maybe they're on the same island maybe it's a massive island or they're confined wherever they're at they're are going to cross paths without actually crossing paths in terms of like they might just barely miss each other think like i don't freaking know harry potter when him and his father harry and his father like crossed each other and didn't see each other something like that is what i'm imagining so they'll still be a part of it because i think they as cool as it would be and as on board a lot of one piece fans would be of like hey let, let, let's just get shanks and his crew for the whole film they're not gonna let that happen we're gonna see luffy and all of them which it's not that i don't want to see luffy i just would love more shanks you know what i'm saying and yeah i want to know you guys thoughts you guys take what do you think is going to be regarding this girl with the fiery red locks is that shanks's daughter cousin niece how do you think that's going to play out what do you think shanks's role is going to be in all of this do you think he's going to be the big villain that would be crazy and i don't see it happening at all i don't see oda sacrificing his life's work a big plot thread regarding you know shanks one of the first characters you see in the entirety of the manga for a film Again, I think it's going to be somebody related to Shanks, and that's how Shanks is going to be in the film. Maybe that'll also be why she hunts down Luffy. Like, why did you give him your hat, the straw hat from Goldie Roger, and not me? I'm your child. I'm your niece possibility or it could just be she has the same role as luffy just like somebody that looked up to him like he was the og and he didn't entrust her with the hat but yeah that's what we know so far and i am very very excited for this film one piece film red august 6 2022 and while we're on the topic of some of that one piece greatness something huge happened over this past weekend in case you don't know one piece episode 1000 it reached a monumental moment i made a video about it definitely go check that out because it was very nostalgic for people that have you know known of Fenever world the anime guy that talks about all sorts of anime in particular one piece is one of those anime and manga yeah it was a nice trip down memory lane but that's not what i wanted to say about the big news although again 
pretty cool video and awesome time I had that Saturday. I, I won't deny that, but something big happened with One Piece. It joined the likes of Dragon Ball Super and Attack on Titan as the third anime in history to be such a big, grandioso deal that it actually crashed Crunchyroll with the amount, the volume of people trying to watch the episode for the big monumental celebration of sorts. And yeah, that, that's a very big deal because as hype as some of the stuff and it's not to slight it because yeah, I know I talk about it all the time, love it, all that jazz, but as hype as 2021's Boruto was, as hype as Jujutsu Kaisen was, as hype as a lot of things were, they didn't do what these three Goliaths done. Even Naruto Shippuden never did something like that. So very, very big congrats to One Piece right here. It just says One Piece joins Attack on Titan and Dragon Ball Super as the only anime that broke multiple streaming site servers, including Crunchyroll, etc. Because I believe it also broke like some pirating sites as well, <laughs> which is crazy. Like even the pirates couldn't keep up with the pirate show. Whoa, how, how how down the rabbit hole we go. So yeah, just wanted to give another nod to One Piece because now we're past the big thousand celebrations. We passed the thousand chapter of the manga, thousandth episode of the anime. Let's just keep on cruising towards the climax. Moving forward, just a small story about a series that I don't really cover here, but I felt it was big enough news because the anime is airing in this season and a lot of people have been talking about it. Apparently, Komei-san wa komyusho, aka Komi Can't Communicate by Oda, a different type of Oda, Tomohito, is reaching its final story phase in Weekly Shonen Sunday, uh, issue 1, 2022, out December 1st, 2021, according to a reliable Weibo user, meaning that if it's reaching its final story phase, it's probably going to end soon and this is definitely the new age and what I mean by that is I'm starting to see this not only with big shonen little series like this where once a story gets its anime adaptation and it reaches that peak of popularity rather than continue to quote unquote milk it with season after season it seems that they're going more for a quick bang and maybe afterthoughts of like hey we could market the shit out of you know how much people love that first season or that first big bang opposed to hey let's get a season 2 a season 3 a season 4 let's get 2 300 400 episodes it seems like that's the new motto moving forward in the anime and manga industry i guess maybe something like what happened with demon slayer how demon slayer exploded i know i referenced demon slayer a lot with big moments in the anime industry because demon slayer changed the anime industry i i know it sucks to hear some people don't want to hear that but it's the truth demon slayer changed the anime industry the motto of how things go demon slayer ended its manga before its peak even like it still went on to peak even further while the original manga ended so they probably looking at it as well it looked like it helped to end the story at its grand heights and if they decide to do sequels down the road it will probably be a success and more of a success than doing season one two three four continuing on and on and on that's probably also why a lot of people feel my hero academia looks like it's speeding towards its conclusion because my hero came out just before this big new era and big new wave of ending things early and it's already what five seasons deep going into season six so yeah uh comey can't communicate entering its final story phase but that's also again very telling for the anime manga industry as a whole of the new wave of uh, again that long running stuff is over that long running stuff once one piece ends it is over and if i you know eat my words then so be it but it doesn't look like they're trying to do the long running thing at all anymore maybe you get four seasons something like that 
max like Jujutsu Kaisen I could see maybe getting like four seasons max and that's just because right now it's one of the flagship titles one of the best-selling titles I, I believe it is the best-selling title in Shonen Jump that is active right now and Demon Slayer you know obviously it ended it's like right around there but yeah Komi-san entering its final phase and the anime manga industry shows yet again that it is forever changing moving forward a little bit late because these are stemming from last week's but we didn't get to talk about it the top 50 best-selling manga of the week so from 50 to 41 okay some familiar faces detective conan volume 100 still hanging in there 13,500 this week bringing its total to 445,000 almost half a million not bad at all considering it's you know <laughs> since 96 man crazy stuff uh then wrapping the 50 to 41 with Spy X Family Special Edition of Volume 8 with 14,000. That, that's crazy when a special edition. You know they only bring out special editions anyway if something is popping, popping. So dope stuff for Spy X Family. Gonna be the, one of the hugest things once that anime drop. Then we got uh, places 40 through 31. Tokyo Revengers 23 still hanging in there. A little over a million now at this point. Uh, we got that Dragon Quest, Dai no Daiboken, Yusha, Avanto, Goku, and No Mild, Volume 3. Again, I would be really fine with them doing more Dragon Quest. I'm, like, far from being caught up, but I'm enjoying what I'm watching so far. And all I keep hearing is that it has just been fire all the way through. So, I'm cool with more Dragon Quest after that ends. Because I know I'm going to eventually marathon every episode from where I'm at right now. And love the living crap out of it. And if they're doing an Avon prequel, Avon's story sounds a lot more darker than what is going on even right now in the current story. Even though this is all based on, like, an old story from years ago. But, yeah... Dope stuff there. Uh, and then that wraps up pretty much 40 through 31. Then 30 through 21. For starters, 30, Tomodachi Game Volume 19. On uh, six days, 19,400. I feel like because they just announced an anime for that. If that anime does well, this shit is going to blow. Because like a lot of people are saying like, hey, we're in the Squid Game era. It's a survival game type of story. It's going to blow. So I can see these numbers being 190,000 first week opposed to 19,000 six days after that anime comes out if it pops if it has high quality art and animation no doubt in my mind it's going to go on to do big things uh we talked about the elusive samurai in the last episode like i said these numbers are a little bit late Twenty-one thousand this week uh uq holder 27 i thought uq holder was over it's just like an old volume or something or maybe i'm just tripping i ain't been paying attention but yeah uq holder volume 27 23,060 this week i, I could have sworn that shit was over wow <laughs> i'm a little out of the loop when it comes to uq holder fam and then wrapping things up at number 21 between uh, places 30 to 21 with Tatsuki Fujimoto's uh, short story collection 22 to 26. And this week it did 27,000 bringing its total to 73,000. And if I'm not mistaken, he has like a collection of short stories that is coming as well. That is probably going to, I'm imagining, be the final collection of short stories. Because, I mean, how much longer until Chainsaw Man? And I hope he is simultaneously working on Chainsaw Man too. I hope he's not just like having that in the back burner, like not even worried about it as he's doing these short stories because again a lot of these are old ones but i remember we just covered maybe a month ago on forever news here that he actually is penning some new ones he was like trying to get some uh new assistants and whatnot to work on some short stories some uh, one shots and yeah i just hope he's working on chainsaw man too because you have all this ample time to write something great prepare it all and yeah, if you're just wasting time on these short stories. Mm. Then 20 through 11, Tokyo Revengers Volume 24. Again, I want to say that was the latest one released with 27,000 this week. Still going, man. When was this shit released? This was released in September, September 17th, and it is still top 20. 
Tokyo Revengers, fam. Although most of the back catalog already kind of fell off the charts. There's like a little volume here or there, but most of them fell off the charts. It is still swinging, baby. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, I believe it fell out of the top 10 at this point, but it's still number 15. And this came out October 4th. Wow. Uh, with 33,000 this week, 1.6 million copies so far. <laughs> awesome stuff there. Um, And then top 10. Top 10 selling manga of the week. Let's see here. Um, Dr. Stone 23. Okay, we covered that last week. Uh, yeah, the biggest one, I guess, is Spy X Family Volume 8 with 177,000, bringing its total to 532,000, a little over half a million. Although, some people are gonna say, Yo, you ain't talking about Iruma kun, that's doing good, 89,000. And yeah, not the craziest uh, top 50 best selling manga, but still some dope entries in there. And in general, it seems as though, yeah, we'll, we'll get the next numbers within the next couple days, so we'll get a more updated um, look at the manga. Sales top 50 but yeah not that bad okay people next up i found an interesting story now this was on comicbook.com and this was posted november 17 2021 but i believe it was covering a story from a couple of months ago if i'm not mistaken regarding asta's voice actor but i found it pretty interesting because at the end of the day we're a little bit of a drought right now. Black Clover News. I know Jump Festa 2022. We're supposed to be getting something big. Hopefully for the anime. So there's that because it's getting a stage. But according to this it said. Black Clover. Asta's actor is already practicing for the anime's comeback. Black Clover may have had a rough start with fans years ago. But the shonen has long outgrown its rocky reputation. In fact Asta and Yuno are considered by many to be some of the best heroes in Shonen Jump. While the anime is on an extended break all eyes are on Asta and hopes the show will return ASAP and as it turns out the actor behind Asta isn't letting his performance rust in the meantime Gakuto Kajiwara informed fans as much during a recent interview with Crunchyroll the actor who was best known for voicing Asta spoke with the site for Crunchyroll Expo it was there where Kajiwara said he's already practicing for Black Clover's comeback whenever it may be he said quote I'm going to continue to better my understanding of my acting ability and of my roles I'm going to get stronger and better myself until the time comes when I get to play Asta again the voice actor shared I'm applying everything I learned by playing Asta in my other roles but I'm gonna just use everything gained there to become even stronger when I play him again I will do everything I can to continue to move the hearts of people around the world as you can see Kajiwara has no plans of letting Asta go anytime soon he might be working on other projects while Black Clover is on break but nothing is going to stop him from revisiting the anime when the time comes it's no surprise to hear fans are loving this news but Kajiwara may have quite the weight ahead of him not really in fact, as he probably said that, he probably was secretly recording, but of course, NDAs, you can't say anything, the Black Clover movie, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because Black Clover movie has been in production for a little bit. They had the big announcement at the end of March of this year, and yeah, we're hopefully going to get maybe a trailer come Jump Festa. He's probably already been, I mean, it's not the TV anime return or anything like that, but he's probably been back for quite some time, and I wouldn't be surprised if, depending how they decide to go about it, Black Clover anime, hopefully they don't make the same mistakes that they made with Bleach. And what I mean by that is right now we're in 2022. We're going on 10 years. Next year makes 10 years since the Bleach anime ended. Bleach anime ended 2012 March. Okay. So that would technically. Wow. Maybe that's what they're waiting for to do the Thousand Year Blood War. Maybe they're going to drop it in March. I don't know. That'd be crazy. But yeah. Hopefully they don't make the same mistakes. Hopefully they learn from their mistakes of like. Come on fam. You're making the fans wait. I mean it might be lucrative in a sense. Because Bleach right now is at a high that it hasn't had in a long time in terms of anticipation. And people love that one shot manga chapter that came out. So in that aspect it worked out. 
But Black Clover, I don't know. I feel like it would be a big mistake to wait. Eventually, I feel like the fan base won't be as passionate as Bleach because Black Clover has never sold nowhere close to as well as Bleach has sold. So the quicker they come back with the anime, the TV anime, I feel the better. It's just really, like I've said before, the, the movie. The movie has to do extremely well or well enough to meet the expectations of Jump so they can say, you know what? Let's bring it back. And I hope to God that if they do decide to bring it back, do it as a seasonal. Whether it be like there's one big final season to wrap everything up, 24 episodes, or a couple of seasons. Whatever it is, I would prefer it to be that way instead of, you know, just coming back. And it's a weekly thing, and it might go and on break again and get canceled again. Like, hey, there's hope for a bunch of different outcomes. I mean, remember Fairy Tale? Fairy Tale had a couple of different times where the anime stopped, came back. It was almost like it was seasonal in a way, then it stopped again. So there's a possibility it could go that direction with Black Clover. But again, we'll know within a couple of weeks of what's happening at the very least with the film. And then we can go from there. And shout outs to Asta's voice actor. You've come a long way from the days of yelling, fam. Okay, people, moving forward, we got a small little tidbit of My Hero Academia anime news for season six because they released a visual for the upcoming season, and it's of Asta next to Shigaraki, Tomura, and I am going to lie. These visuals look gorgeous. Deku, the lighting, the coloring, everything just looks flawless. Likewise with Shigaraki. And this, if they don't botch it, if they don't decide, hey, we're going to do a film that is not really necessary, but we're going to do one, which... Unfortunately, I, I think they are. Because remember there was that little leak that like, yo, they got a 10-year plan of My Hero Academia films. I wouldn't be surprised if there's another one already in the works. And that will really be a shame because they should not play with this season. This season of My Hero Academia could potentially be the Marine Ford of My Hero Academia and boost its popularity beyond belief. It should be that. That should be what happens right here with My Hero Academia opposed to what we've gotten with the last couple seasons. Season 4, a lot of people were very disappointed with some of the stuff between overhaul and all that and then season five they absolutely botched the my villain academia stuff no denying that so i'm scared because this is uh, in the manga this is the best arc of my hero academia right here it was number two my villain academia number one this arc season six but if they don't do it right it's going to be it's going to be a long day for my hero academia fandom i ain't gonna lie because i ain't gonna lie if they ruin this shit I'm going to be very brutal about it because after that, it's like there's no going back. Studio Bones, I know that My Hero Academia movie money is beautiful. Don't don't mess this up, please. But at the very least, we can say that these key visuals look really good and they look like they're anime-esque. Maybe they're shots from some of the episodes that they're working on right now. And either way, I'm betting when did My Hero Academia season just end? It just ended not that long ago, right? A few months ago. We'll probably hear something maybe like summer or fall of 2022. That's, I'm guessing, the early we would get it because you know they usually take about a year in between each season I've, I've always loved the release schedule for my hero i always thought that was something that ushered in a different generation as well of instead of getting ongoing we got seasonal every year for a shonen jump title and it's worked pretty freaking well my hero academia manga sales at that have been nothing but upward and incline instead of a decline like most series so again yeah this is so far all we have and if if it looks like this uh, constantly on a consistent basis we're in good money because again this season deserves nothing but that and i also think they might not botch it like what they did with my villain academia just because this has a lot of the heroes involved and the heroes make money <laughs> like the villains of my hero academia don't make money over there in japan because people aren't that interested the heroes do so 
We got to wait and see. And then also, while we're talking about My Hero Academia, somebody had pointed out that My Hero Academia's author, Kohei Horikoshi, which I want to say he's the most followed mangaka on Twitter, just hit 2 million followers over on Twitter. Definitely go check him out. From time to time, he drops some interesting art over there. And it's just always an interesting treat to see an author be that active and interactive with their fans, especially when he's at the top. When it comes to the West, My Hero Academia was the number one selling manga of 2020. So, yeah, that's a pretty big deal. Hopefully, they don't botch this shit, though. I just got stress that again i know i'm going backward but yeah this is a very very important arc okay people next up while we're talking about goliaths from shonen jump some of the big heavy hitters we got a couple of pieces of jujutsu kaisen news for starters let's talk about the reveal of the cover for volume 18 on the cover of volume 18 is hakari so these are the first chapters beginning before we really get into the knee deep stuff of the culling game and i ain't gonna lie it looks fire yet again like Jujutsu Kaisen just has some of the best most interesting covers out of all the shit that comes out of Shonen Jump it's like you can tell that whoever does these which I'm guessing it's Gege although how the hell do you got time to do something this detailed well I guess you know you got three months and if you know what's going to be the basis the main character yeah I guess you get this done in three months and obviously it's Gege's art but yeah this looks flawless I ain't gonna lie it looks gorgeous and I have no doubt in my mind that this is going to sell pretty well i don't know if it's going to sell better than the previous volume just because hakari wasn't seemingly well received at the very least over here in the west a lot of people weren't really hype off of those chapters so yeah that's going to be a, a, a toss-up on whether or not it'll sell better than the previous volume but then again also around the time that this comes out we got the film in the wings you know what i'm saying we got jujutsu kaisen zero coming out on christmas eve if i'm not mistaken the 24th so that might help to boost it immensely not to mention the adult film coming out the day after <laughs> a lot of people were trying to say yo for you know you secretly want to watch that shit leave me alone mind your business but dope stuff there again cover of 18 looks dope and i'll probably get it whenever it comes over here to the states in 100 million years but that that that's neither here nor there another big milestone hit for jujutsu kaisen because again like i've been saying throughout this episode jujutsu kaisen is more than likely going to be the number one selling manga of 2021 sold millions upon millions i think the year opened if i'm not mistaken with the second half of jujutsu kaisen like that was the last 12 or so episodes of the season that aired so it kind of still had a lot of flame coming into 2021 which helped immensely because according to this it says jujutsu kaisen has reached 60 million copies in circulation Jujutsu Kaisen manga to have 60 million copies in circulation as of December 25th. Shueisha reported on Monday that as of the release of the 18th volume of Gege Akutami's Jujutsu Kaisen manga on December 25th. Oh, perfect timing. Yeah, that shit is going to sell very, very well with the movie, the movies, <laughs> and that. Uh, yeah, the manga will have 60 million copies in circulation, including print and digital copies, as well as copies not yet sold. The manga's circulation has jumped 700 10% in the 15 months since the anime premiered in October of 2020. The manga had 8.5 million in early October 2020. Yeah, I remember very vividly because they were like, oh, we want to try to hit 10 million by the time the anime comes out. They fell a little short, not by much, to be honest with you, 8.5 million. And then right by almost the end of October, it went from 8.5. It sold another 1.5, bringing it to 10 million on October 29th. Then it also went by December 16th from 10 million to 15 million of 
oh my god in a couple of months it sold another 5 million copies then it hit 20 million January 13th less than a month later another 5 million then less oh my god 2 weeks later it was 25 million then February 9th 30 million March 4th 35 million March 31st 40 million you can tell you can start seeing once the anime like dipped out that's when you see a little bit of a slowdown just a smidge from March to April 45 million April to June 50 million like right there that was I want to say the spring season is when the anime ended and then you see like it took from April to June to get that extra five and then June to September and now it's been that way for a little bit now so yeah big big congrats it says of course Akutami launched the manga in Shueisha's Weekly Shonen Jump magazine in March of 2018 and it really didn't pick up steam until I don't want to say until the anime came out because again we had almost 10 million copies before the anime even dropped but it was I want to say somewhere in 2019-ish about a year later that's when people started really believing in it having faith in it knowing that oh it lasted a year it might not get the axe so there's that as well and again sales picked up but I want to say they already knew that it was going to be a success considering the fact that it was by volume 2 that they were already in talks of getting an anime adaptation where they do that at Jujutsu Kaisen so yeah big shout outs to Jujutsu Kaisen 60 million by December 25th film film novel manga volume like a lot of money coming at the last week or so of the year and I know Shonen Jump are like money 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 <laughs> oh real quickly before we leave the Jujutsu Kaisen stories one more thing I wanted to throw in there that in case you don't remember it was probably already maybe five months ago six months ago it's been a little bit at the very least since it was announced that or it was straight up removed lost in paradise the outro or the ending song from Jujutsu Kaisen season one that everybody loved it was on streaming platforms everywhere and I remember one day I'm clicking on Spotify I'm like what why isn't it playing what happened and there was a big thing where they took down the song and a lot of their music something to do with I want to say the band was like breaking up or retiring or something like that it was a mess but yeah it was unable to be listened to on a lot of streaming platforms until just a few days ago it is back baby lost in paradise I have been listening to it and I've been listening to a few songs off this EP so good so if you're a big fan of that song and that band they are back listenable on the streaming platforms and I'm a very very happy man yes indeed I don't know lost in paradise puts me in a great mood for whatever reason shout outs to that song shout outs to the fact that it is back on baby okay people moving forward we got the latest shonen jump author comments for starters we got let's let's take a look at the new series by Daiki Ihara protect me Shugo Maru a series in jump what a dream come true. I wouldn't care if I went bankrupt right now. Sorry, that's going too far. Okay, fam, really? I wouldn't care about it. Okay, alrighty. Oh, I know. It's your dreams, I know. And I want to say, if I'm not mistaken, Protect Me, Shigamaru, that's the same author that was doing that One Piece spinoff series. So, yeah, kudos to you. And, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I know. When you reach your dreams, it be like that sometimes. But the whole point of getting in Jump is to... Uh, I mean, not the whole point, but one of the things is, oh, you want to make money. You want to make a living. Why would you say, I want to... I don't care if I'd go bankrupt right now. You're going backwards, fam. You're hustling backwards. Relax. Moving forward, we got the creator of One Piece, Eichiro Oda. He said, the anime is now at 1,000 episodes as well. Thank you so much to Toei Animation. It's an amazing thing. It is. How many anime reach 1,000 episodes? It's like Detective Conan, One Piece, and then a bunch of kitty shit. So big, big congrats yet again to One Piece. I don't want to keep on because I've, I've done it already the last couple days. I've been just like, congrats, One Piece. Congrats, One Piece. 
Congrats, One Piece. Next up, another person that's having a great year, Gege Akutami, author of Jujutsu Kaisen. What's with this potato? It's delish. Is it because it's cut differently? It was a lily bulb. I love me some potatoes as well, mate. I love me French fries. I love a little bit of mashed potatoes. I love all sorts of potatoes, mate. I believe in a previous life I've owned a, a, a little bit of a potato form. Yes. That accent is terrible. Then, I just wanted to add in there as well, even though it's chapter 2. We got Yuji Kaku, author of Ayashimon. It's chapter 2, and I'm already fretting over what to write in this space. Again, it'd be like that, especially when you have deadlines. I can only imagine how terrifying it must be to be in Jump. You got a week to write, draw the best shit of your life and make sure there's no errors. Make sure there's no continuity issues. Make sure you set things up for later down the road, but also leave room so that if it gets canceled, you can wrap it up like a lot of pressure. But I think that Yuji Kaku is going to be able to get it done because Hell's Paradise is a big one. It's getting an anime. Ayoshimon has potential already. Let's see if it can survive the axe though. Shonen Jump is there with the axe like the fucking Grim Reaper. Like, I'm ready. Just say the word. Say the word. Say You, you said the word? No, no, no. We didn't say the... Oh, okay. How about now? <laughs> Hajime Komodo, author of Marshall. I love sleeping. That's why I love spring. I actually hate sleeping. I love the feeling of sleeping, but I actually hate it because I feel like I'm wasting time. Like, that time that I'm sleeping, I could be writing some music. I could be working on my next story, my next manga. I could be making content for you guys. I could be watching something that I can make content of or just enjoy. I could be reading something that I can make content or enjoy. I could be doing so many other things, but you do need to recharge your batteries. And yeah, Hajime Komodo, author of Marshall. Kohei Horikoshi, author of My Hero Academia. It's getting really cold now, so I just want to spend my time listening to Syrup16G. I have no idea who the hell they are, but it is getting brick out there. I ain't gonna lie, I'll be a little bit like, man, I gotta I gotta bring out the trench coat. That's it. We already at that time. Trench coat come out. We got Boichi, uh, artist of Dr. Stone. I wanted to see Dune one more time in IMAX, but the run ended before I got the chance. Too bad. Damn, that's a reminder. I really want to freaking see that film. Somebody that I really really respect told me i should check that film out i gotta go see that film shit i wonder if it's still in theaters i don't know i gotta I gotta look into that i really want to see it and actually yeah just told my nieces and nephew i wanted to see a, a movie in theaters sometime soon i might go see dune this week if it's still in theaters then we got yuto suzuki author of sakamoto days i like winter because the food is good the bed and hot springs feel great and you get time off where they do that at i i, I make content every day i work every day fam i'm just saying not to mention i'm a single dad 24 7 job as well yeah, and I make music. Man, I'm, I'm actually in the lab right now. Woo, big spoiler alert on that. Uh, hey, I'm working on some manga, my current manga, my next manga. Like, a lot is happening in here, my lord. And in the physical as well. Then we got Yuki Tabata, author of Black Clover. We put up Miyazaki Sensei's comment from last week on our studio wall, and my wife saw it and cracked up. I wonder what he's referring to. Is it something that we're going to be talking about later on in this episode? might be and yeah people those were the shonen jump author comments honestly i had a real good time with these these were some of the most relatable or enjoyable ones in a while big ups to all of them and yeah we're almost approaching the end of 2021 i, I believe it's december or somewhere in november the last week of november or early december where we start the next fiscal year of shonen jump and it's been a ride it's been a ride. Moving forward, a story that not the biggest story in the world, but something that is very important to me. Now, if you've ever heard of No Longer Human, there is a version of No Longer Human out there that you'll see up here on the screen that is the best version of this manga. And it has been for like almost 10 years now, whenever I, it was like 2011, 2012, where I got my hands on these volumes. I read it for the first time. I was blown away. And since then, it's been in my top 10 best manga short manga of all time top five probably number one i don't know but it, it's up there it's a really incredibly deep dark messed up psychological story it's not a horror story although you could look at it that way i guess but 
Uh, it's been out of print and rare for a very long time. I myself am very grateful. I bought those volumes back then. I've held on to those volumes. Thank goodness because it has been out of print until now. One of the hardest out of print manga ever is getting a new print edition. I can't believe it actually happened. No longer human complete edition by Usamaru Furuya based on the novel by Osamu Dazai in print English by Kodansha Manga in fall 2022. I'm, I'm not getting paid for this. I, I'm not in bed with Kodansha or anything like that. I'm telling you. If you can handle some dark stories that is grounded very heavily to reality, but it's really, really messed up. And this is the type of manga I hope to be able to create someday. Go read this. No longer human. Look, in case my, my editor forgets to put the picture on the screen. That shit right there. If you see that cover uh, and it's only three volumes, I highly, highly recommend. And they're doing, again, like a new print edition. I highly recommend Go pick it up, read it, you will be blown away, you will be destroyed, heartbroken, distraught, all sorts of stuff. It is incredible. Like, there's a couple of versions of the story, get this one. This is the one, if you can get your hands on it, do it. And again, I want to stress, I'm not being sponsored or paid to say this, this is coming from Fenev. Next up, just a small update on the story that we covered, I want to say in the last episode of Fenev News, regarding Phantom Seer's author with a new work. Uh, it says here, debut color page of a new one-shot titled Sekai no Owari no Penfriend by Phantom Seer artist Kento Matsuda and Sekai Iwata on the Shonen Jump Plus web service and uh, the art looks interesting I ain't gonna lie kind of look for a second there like something out of Fire Punch or some shit from the author of Chainsaw Mantaski Fujimoto but yeah hopefully this does good hopefully he can make some noise over there honestly the fact that they're giving him a series in Jump Plus means that they want to keep this dude around and again it's a one shot so it's not like it's going to be a full on series but if it gets enough reception they'll turn this shit into a series and I don't know man I, I really want to read it Phantom Series just had so much love behind it and it's still to this day a mystery what happened but yeah people again sekai no owari no pen friend by phantom seer artist pretty cool stuff moving forward as of the recording of this video it has been released but in case you don't know there was some new dlc coming to the demon slayer you know comic chronicles game it was suzumaru and yahaba dlc and there was like some character trailers hopefully they're up on the screen as well showcasing you know a little bit of the gameplay of them but also there was apparently a 60 frames per second edition of the game that was going to be like a dlc update where offline you could play 60 frames per second online and still for the user experience only going to be 30 frames per second but offline you could play 60 fps and that's actually a pretty cool thing i wish it would have been online as well and if they're worried about like you know the compatibility maybe they could only match you if you're like a 60 frames per second player with another 60 frames per second player like if you're ps5 they only match you with ps5 players etc etc like that would have been a big thing Thing, but unfortunately it's only going to be for offline and some people were put off by it like i thought i could play online that's the whole reason uh the characters is like again not the biggest characters in the world and they're just holdovers because the anime i want to say we're about a week or two away from the real season two starting with uzui the next of the hashira and all that jazz so we'll probably get a big dlc not only character but probably map and everything once those 11 episodes air for the remainder of this season and yeah just wanted to throw that in there because you know comic chronicles a little bit more to the game that should have had all of this to begin with okay people next up we got a little bit of insight into the upcoming episodes of the boruto anime courtesy of organic dinosaur over on twitter they said provisional titles for the boruto anime 
through December, originally published in a TV guide. Episode 227, I want to say we already had this one. It said Team 7 and their final mission, and that'll be out December 5th. I'm calling cap on it. Their final mission, unless, like, they're just not going to be, like, you know, a group anymore. Because considering in the Boruto manga, they haven't really been running as a team. I mean, I guess during the Boro mission, that was, like, the last time we really seen, like, all of that, you know, structure of the, the three-man cell and all that jazz. That shit is over with, honestly. Like, we have right now some whole different thing going on in the manga that's not really about Team 7 or anything like that. So, yeah, I mean, it might actually be their final mission at, in terms of, like, we're not having any of that, even though there's like a weird push about Kawaki being a Genin. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, then episode 228, Kawaki, a path towards being a shinobi. It's weird, like they're doing all of this, but I guess these are the elements that they leave for the anime to do because the manga just doesn't focus on any of this stuff. It doesn't focus really on like, oh, being a Chunin, a Genin or anything like that. It doesn't focus on the next generation. And that does sound kind of interesting. And I, I got to give credit, like, you know, I made the video the other day, but I got to give credit that the anime only stuff of Boro has not been for the most part there's an episode two but for the most part has not been abysmal has not been the dark ages or anything like that and if they're doing things like this again kawaki trying to be a genin a shinobi it's adding more characterization and more character development to the relationship between kawaki boruto kawaki naruto and just in general adding more to kawaki as a character so long as they don't tamper with him too much to where things that happen later on down the road don't make sense it's gonna be dope and I, again in the manga i want to say we've seen him already kind of looking like he went through some of this stuff then we got episode 229 violating orders out december 19th i'm imagining that's kawaki probably they put him on his first mission of some sorts to be a ganin and maybe he did something wrong sounds about right for kawaki's character and then episode oh my god you know now i think about it if you haven't seen the latest episode you should go watch it sarala versus chocho but maybe they're going to have that would be fire maybe that was the setup right there maybe they're going to have shinki training kawaki of some sorts maybe they're going to bring him like yo you're kind of like him he'll probably listen to you you know yeah y'all very similar in character why don't you go and train this kawaki kid so that he could be a getting that would be fire wow and then episode 230 a wish that's out December 26th, the day after Christmas. A wish for some canon material, mate. A wish for the tome skip. What is this wish going to be, lad? But yeah, people, those are the Boruto episodes post the new tuning exams. And it seems like, again, it's going more in a Kawaki-esque direction. And I'm fine with it. I don't know. It's like, okay. These episodes haven't been egregious so far. Minus, again, I got to keep on insisting on that Iwabi episode was terrible. But uh, I'm okay. Let, let, let's keep going. Okay, people, big news in the anime world. If you have no idea who Hao Miyazaki is, first of all, are you really an anime fan? No. <laughs> uh, but he's basically legendary anime director, Studio Ghibli, all that jazz. He's been retired for quite some time, I want to say. But it says here, Hao Miyazaki will return to direct one final film for Studio Ghibli, a fantasy on a grand scale and yeah it's crazy that they're actually teaching how miyazaki in schools my niece told me the other day she freaking sends me a, t a text message hey who's this how miyazaki guy that they're teaching us in school and i'm like oh my god all my experience in anime and manga shit all this nerd stuff i can finally put it to good use <laughs>
And I just start writing like a whole bunch of shit to her, like, oh, he's a legend, Studio Ghibli, blah, 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 so that she could sound like super smart in class or whatever, because even though she'd been brought up on anime and manga, I'd never really dove into like, hey, so let me tell you about this director and stuff like that. But that's crazy that Miyazaki's gotten to that point where they're teaching literature stuff about him in school and yeah his final return that's going to be one for the books that's going to be one to go to the theater and actually see you know his exit from the stage so to speak how miyazaki legend even though sometimes he can be pretty harsh with his words but yeah okay people and last story of the episode this was something that i was like oh i want to cover it because in case you never heard of a kamiga kill that was a very very controversial manga back in the day a lot of people either loved it or hated it it was almost <laughs> unanimously uh criticized for the the amount of death that it had in it especially when the anime came out it was like every freaking week a character that you loved is dropping like a fly well at the same time it was also entertaining and the manga was better than the anime and it was really weird because the mangaka told the anime studio what he was going to do with the story and the anime studio went ahead and did his story and then he came with it after it was really really bizarre but the author is back with a new work it's been a little bit and it's actually getting an anime it says here mato sehi no slave battle fantasy manga gets tv anime shueisha announced on friday that writer takahiro and artist yohei takemura's mato seihi no slave slave of the magic capitals elite troops manga is inspiring a tv anime yuya hirose and, and akari kito are starring the anime as yuki wakura and kyoka uzen respectively the people who did trinity 7 Ooh, that was not a good one and i'm not sure about magical girl lyrical nanao ho white album but trinity 7 was bad uh <laughs> seven arcs is producing the anime uh, the battle fantasy is set in a world where a demonic gate has unleashed monsters known as shuki a special peach tree is able to give special powers but only to women the story begins when a down on his luck boy named yuki wakura meets uzen kyoka a girl who has gained the power of the peach and is the captain of the seventh anti-demon squad takahiro and takamura launched the manga and shueisha shonen jump plus manga website in january 2019 shueisha will publish the manga's ninth compiled book on december 3rd and of course they ended their kamiga kill manga back in december 2017 and uh they had a kamiga kill zero and i want to say there was even a spinoff yes yeah, says here takahiro and shoka launched the hinowaga crush and i want to say hinoga crush or hinowaga crush was a spinoff to akame and that's what i initially thought when i read this article i was like oh shit this must be the spinoff but this is again something totally different but i'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt a kamiga kill for better or worse it did kick up a lot of dust and the manga was really really cool especially s death that was my gal so yeah i'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt and i will be checking this one out although not the greatest studio the studio that did trinity 7 is behind this and again a comic got killed was a lot of deaths so i'm expecting a lot of deaths <laughs> oh mate don't kill the peach tree my lord but yeah people those are all the stories we have for today's episode i am curious what you guys think your favorite story of the episode best story of the episode something that shocked you something that maybe i didn't talk about that you would love to see me talk about a different type of story maybe it's not anime manga related but you're like no, i want to see fnab's take on this definitely let me know i'm always open to suggestions always open to expanding the show and whatever directions that 
kind of see fit that I enjoy talking about. But that's all I have for this one. Thanks for watching. Hope you enjoyed. If you liked anything I had to say or enjoyed the video, drop me a like. I'd greatly appreciate it. And if you want more from me, make sure to subscribe. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram. Hit that bell to get all notifications. And if you want to follow any of my other social media, links are in the description below. I'm Fenever World, and as always, people, have an awesome day. And remember the golden rule. Anime and manga for life, boy. Have an awesome day. Peace in. And you guys just watched another episode of Forever News. Have an awesome day.